Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Garden Gossip, the home and garden show, with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody, welcome. Today, we are chatting with travel writer Debbie Stone. Uh, you know, she's on our show all the time. We call her Fire Monkey because that's the name she was given <laughs> when she <laughs> went back east to South Asia, and uh, it's stuck with her ever since. And I think she is a fire monkey. And fire monkeys need to go into a good garden and have some calm time, and she travels all the time. So she just came back from Ludell Reserve in Washington State, and she's joining us today to tell us all about it. It is one of the top botanical gardens, top 10 botanical gardens, uh, named in USA Today uh, about that. So check that out. You can go to their website. It's bluedellreserve.org, and that's B-L-O-E-D-E-L reserve.org. So how are you doing, Fire Monkey? I'm doing quite <laughs> well, especially after having such a, a lovely visit to the Bluedell Reserve. It, it, uh, it really, you know, it really does help your body, mind, and spirit to go outdoors mm. to nature, to visit parks, and uh, also uh, people almost forget that there are wonderful gardens around the country that are, uh, in my mind, just as therapeutic as, as you know, going to a, a park, a national park, state park, or the mountains, or the beach, or whatever, but these gardens uh, are just, mm. I think they're just, they do wonders for you, uh, especially, you know, during the challenging times that we have right now. Mm. I so agree. I Absolutely. You know, I think it's interesting, too. Um, you know, we've been to some gardens, too. I know we're having a whole garden festival happening on our radio show, on Big Blend Radio. And, you know, we're talking about we went to uh, the Frederick Meyer Gardens. We went to Longwood Gardens. Uh, Frederick Meyer over in, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, amazing sculpture park inside there, mm. one of the top mm. open-air art galleries you can go to. Also, uh, we went to um, the Longwood Gardens in uh, Michigan, and oh, now I got my town screwed up here. <laughs> like, what town were we in? We went to Longwood, and, and that was in Pennsylvania, in Kenneth Square. Yeah, I got it straight. I got it straight. I was right. Kenneth Square area, just outside Chad's Ford, we were, we were staying at uh, Wild Wisteria Bed and Breakfast, and they're like, you've got to go here. I'm like, oh, my gosh, and it's one of the top most visited gardens, mm. too, and they have water features and fountains and all of these places when we were going through them we were like you know we actually have to count these gardens as being a park on the love your parks tour because they are parks they are a place where the public can go in see gardens and they always seem to have some kind of idea garden or some kind of educational thing of what you can do if you're a local but for visitors too it seems to be just such a place to just calm and have that you know just that respite and some of them are staging 
times to get in. Is that did you have that happen when you went there in you know Blue Dell Reserve, being in Washington State and near Seattle? Did they stage the times of visitation? Yeah, Blue Dell. Um, is open, I think it's Tuesday through Sunday, and you have to do timed entry booked in advance um, mm-hmm. tickets that tell you when you can enter so that they can, you know, keep track of, of how many people are coming in and, and have, you know, monitor that number. And, um, you know, social distancing, of course, is required. And masks, but masks if you are around people. Um, they mm-hmm. do say that if you are on the trails and there aren't people around, then it's, it's perfectly okay not to, you know, have your mask on at that moment. But if there are any people around, you need to have masks on. Yeah, um, sure. so that's understandable. It's mm-hmm. um, just a, it's just about a thirty thirty five minute uh, ferry ride from downtown Seattle at the waterfront there, and you get onto Bainbridge, which is a very idyllic um, island, uh, very charming, beautiful, big trees, um, great water views, beaches, parks, and Blodell wow. is at the north end of the island uh, from the ferry terminal. So you just drive straight up north, and it is. I would say, I think it's, to me, it's just, it's just this incredible oasis. Um, I, I say that to, to people, I say, go find your Zen there because it's really uh, quite, quite the place for, I think, a meditative um, uh, environment that is conducive to that. And it, mm. it is, has a wonderful history. It's a, it's a really uh, a horticultural treasure. Um, the community really loves it and supports it. And although there are a lot of Puget Sound guests that come and visitors, there are people from all over the country and all over the world that come um, to to see it. People that love gardens, that people are just looking for places to walk uh, amid uh, natural beauty. And it's it really is. It's got a great walking trail. Uh, I think it's a little under two miles and takes you through all these different landscapes. Um, you know, it's like you're going into a different a different little house every time you go through one of the areas. It's great. Oh man, that see that's it. It's like you I are. The, it's like they they take in the what a microclimate is. You know, as mm-hmm. gardeners, we know like one side yes. of your house is going to be different than the other side. You know, it's like okay, and what can you do with that? And and that's inspiring. I think now, does do you think people going there are more inspired to garden themselves? I think so. I think really they go and they see and they say, oh, look what what can be done here. And maybe mm-hmm. I can do something like this on a really tiny scale in my backyard. Or mm-hmm. um, I love, you know, I, I love these trees. I love these bushes. Or I love these flowers. I love these plants. I love this moss, you know. And and they get, you know, kind of their their eyes open to what is possible. And, of course, you know, this is a 150-acre property. So, you know, there's lots of room uh, to, to plant many different wonderful things. But, you know, you get ideas. And you see how mm-hmm. textures and colors work, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting yeah. because when sure. we were in uh, Wild Wisteria Bed and Breakfast, and they're in Chad's Ford. I mean, this bed and breakfast, this building is from the seventeen. It was seventeen ninety or something in the seventeen hundreds. I mean, this hmm. is, I think, the oldest bed and breakfast we'd stayed in in this country. Wow. And I mean, yeah, the seventeen hundreds. I'm like, dude, um, was it haunted? So well. Cool. Anyway, they chose to purchase this property just because of Longwood Gardens being around the corner because she is an avid Mm -hmm. gardener. She uh, Mm. she has traveled the world going to botanical gardens. Wow. Her backyard, like this is an oasis. She's gardening. She's not Longwood Gardens, but 
Right. She's taking inspiration and putting it in her bed and breakfast, you know, which mm-hmm. I think is amazing. Like that, yeah. that, that a garden had that much of a thing right. to mm-hmm. make someone buy a bed and breakfast in that wow. location. You know what I mean? That's the power yeah. I think of these places. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And, you know, some places have great, wonderful histories. This one has a, has a very interesting one because the, um, Original owners of the property, Apprentice and Virginia Blodell, were um, philanthropists, and he was a, yeah. um, I think, a timber magnate. But um, they bought this this property, this you know raw land, and they turned it into this this incredible paradise and um, shaped that landscape. And they, and, you know, they were able to have uh, had the help and assistance of uh, you know really well-known landscape architects who uh, helped them design it uh, but they just mm. they had such a, a passion for nature and they saw what it could do for people and then later on you know years later they gave the reserve to the community and um, I believe it opened in 1988 to the public and wow. so it's you know it has a great history with that and there is their houses there which is just really wonderful it's the residence and it's this really stately beautiful home that um usually in normal times you could tour the first floor and there were programs that there were held there right now you can't go inside but you can sure walk around and in the back is this bluff and this incredible picturesque view of puget sound so you know you can appreciate the setting and uh you know think to yourself boy what a, what it would have been to have lived on this piece of property hmm. you know <laughs> yeah Wow. I, and I love that it was a residence, you know. Um, I think yes. that was really cool about Longwood Gardens. It was from the DuPont family, and yes. they lived there at one point. And, uh, you know, Frederick Meyer, when we went to those gardens, they brought in some of their life, mm-hmm. you know, their the farmhouse and everything from Mrs. Meyer uh, into the landscape. But also, I know that you're very familiar with Tucson, Arizona, and Tohono Chul Park and even the Tucson Botanical Gardens were all residences first. Right. And I think right. that's what's really cool is to, mm-hmm. you know, someone went out there every day of their life looking at what blue, yeah. who needed water. They walked there like at least three times yep. a day to see what was yeah. going on. And that, yes. you know, the, the residence, I think that's what's so special when it's a residency that opens into a botanical garden. And what a wonderful thing to do, you know, to have this incredible Eden, uh, this incredible environment, and then to, you know, give it to, you know, back to give it to the public, you know, and let Mm -hmm. them appreciate it and uh, love it just as much as as they did. I mean, I think what a legacy mm-hmm. that is. It's just um, a, a wonderful thing to do. And I, I know mm-hmm. that everybody who goes there sure appreciates the fact that it was, you know, given to the to the public for that mm-hmm. purpose, you know. For sure. And and this one has, so you're in Washington State, and whenever you think of Washington State, you think of trees and water. Uh-huh. And um, so you have a forest walk in there. And I love this where um, – you know, a botanical garden and such will say, okay, we're going to show you our natural landscape as well as, hey, we're going to show you something a little different too um, from other countries. And it seems like they've really adopted this, uh, you know, hey, we're going to show you our natural uh, landscape through meadows as well as the woodlands. 
Right. Yeah. The, the, you know, it's it, you go through, as I said, like different different areas and the meadows, and then you go through the woodlands, the forests, when they do these firs and ferns and cedars, and then you go into the marsh and meadow area, and you know, there's all sorts of uh, migratory, you know, birds and resident mm-hmm. ducks and geese, and you know, cool. there wildflowers, and you know, there's the nice viewpoints, nice seating, um, and then you know, you go, um, you walk down, and for me, I was really stunned by this this site from what they call the mid pond, which is looking toward the residence. But it's just at first you look at it and it looks like a, this green carpet on the water, and you're mm. thinking, what is this? Is this algae? What is it? I mean, it was so mm. green, and mm-hmm. um, I inquired about it because I was just curious because I thought, you know, do they have this algae problem? And they haven't, you know, what is it? I mean, it was beautiful. The way the, the the view was beautiful, but I was just curious and. Um, they told me it no it's not um algae it's it's this um plant this flowering plant that's called water meal and it's this, huh. this tiny mm. tiny little um budding off these little new plants that come from the older ones and, and it just kind of spreads really quickly and normally they skim it uh, every so often but um this year they're a little you know behind schedule because of the pandemic and not having the mm. crews and um because they had to, you know, stay, uh, they couldn't, you know, come out. And so um, they are, though, uh, wanting, instead of to do that, they are going to be introducing this type of fish, the grass carp, and that this this particular species uh, will eat uh-huh. the plants. And so this will be a natural way of dealing with this. I mean, I think it was beautiful. I thought it was beautiful. And I thought, oh, I love this. I, I, you know, I, I really personally liked it because it just was such a, uh, an interesting view, uh, interesting scene for me. Well, I uh-huh. think we call it duckweed um, in the Southwest. If I could just say that, I think it's probably the same thing. It's yeah, Mm. That's a good question. I don't know, um, but mm-hmm. but you know, I, it was just interesting. They they made mm-hmm. it very um, distinct that it was not an algae; it was a yeah, flowering it's a, it's plant. It's actually plant. Mm-hmm. It's a it's almost it's distantly related to water lilies in a mm-hmm. but way distantly related, and it's a natural plant that occurs and provides yeah it provides oxygen to. Um, the, it, it it does its job and it's not a bad thing but I understand when people are like oh that's too much of that mm-hmm. yeah well I think people get curious and they're like going my you know mm-hmm. this looks like an algae issue or yeah. something you know but, but it really is not um so but like I said I personally thought it was it actually looked quite beautiful to be honest mm-hmm. with you and then there's the one of my favorite, another favorite area was the Japanese um, garden mm. and the the Japanese guest house, yeah. which um, is is you know if you've been to Japanese gardens, it, they're lovely. And this one is supposed to be one of the best in the country. And uh, the trees were beautiful, and the, you know the maples and and then there's this really wonderful little wishing bench there. And oh. uh, the house itself cool. was the guest house for the Blodells, and uh, it, you know it looks like it kind of like it, it's Japanese. Of course, Asian in style, but it kind of is Japanese meets Northwest Coast Native American longhouse in a way, and <laughs> very, very, um, you know, very simple um, fits in with the environment. And um, it, originally, I guess it was the area was a swimming pool, um, but huh. there was a tra- tragic death there of the famous 
poet mm. Theodore Rothke. And so they created a sculpture there initially, but then um, they uh, removed it and put in this incredible sand and stone garden, uh, which I, I love those types of gardens. I think they're very, you know, uh, very distinctive of the Japanese culture, and they're also very oriented to uh, simplicity and um, meditative uh, qualities, I think. Mm, I mm. agree. And there's something, it, there was, it's meditative to me. It is that moment of Zen where yeah. you just contemplate even looking at each, you know, a piece of sand, right? You see the sand gardens with them, the, you know, how they rake and, and do those meditation gardens it makes you even contemplate just even the grains of sand yeah, and it's, to it's, understand it's, the little things in life. It is. I think sometimes when things are really stripped down, uh, clean um, forms, you have a better chance of uh, maybe being less distracted, maybe, and um, being able to focus. And, and Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the whole field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. As they say, clear your mind. So um, I stayed there for a little while because I was really, it was really a, a place of peace. That whole area was just a place of peace for me. Mm. Oh, wow. That's really cool because you've done a lot of travel over the summer. So it must have been kind of a, you know, hey, <laughs> we get to calm down a little bit. Yeah, it was, you know, it was lovely. It was, yeah, it really is. And then there's a, a moss garden, which is amazing. I love moss. I think moss is just. I know, isn't it cool? It's so cool. It's like, it's like, once again, like a carpet, you know, and it's so, I love how it grows. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just, you know, when I was in the Olympic National Park, there's, you know, the hanging moss, the dripping Mm -hmm. moss. And, you know, if you've been in the South, you know, the, you know, it's like, oh, it's just, I love moss. (laughs) It's so weird because it's like people like, oh, no, no. I'm like, no, it's just check it out, dude. It's yep. cool. Yep, it, yep. And it just keeps on keeping on. Yes, yes. And it's, I don't know, to yeah. me it's, it's a very cool thing. So I said in my story, mm-hmm. if you're into moss, great. If Even if you're not, I think you're going to be really wowed by the uh, the moss garden, you know. And I then there's that. the uh, reflection pool, which is, mm-hmm. you know, very different in itself, very simple too, but yet very um, kind of formal in fashion because it has these, Almost you know, sheared bushes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Almost presidential, and I was looking at the photo. I was like, "Oh, yeah. you know." But so when you go to gardens, it's and I want to ask you about this because Nancy and I have done so many parks and so many gardens, and there's a tendency to go wild. There's the <laughs> tendency of time limits, right? Yeah. And then it's like, 
suddenly you just want to sit down and like, okay, I, I don't care if I don't do all all of it. I just actually want to enjoy the scenery. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, as travel writers, you know, you stay in a bed and breakfast. And it's like, you know what? You need to sometimes just go sit on the porch and actually right. enjoy the bed and breakfast or right. just enjoy the breakfast. We, we get rolled around <laughs> so fast. And I know COVID is a different time and everything. But um, when you go to a place, like, I get giddy. I've become, like, a geek on <laughs> iNaturalist now. I don't, have you seen that app on your phone? No. I'm just saying, because I know you geek out on nature stuff like I do. Check it out. It's very cool. Okay. Check it out. Seek iNaturalist.org. Check it out, people. It's really okay. cool. You can see all the species when you're traveling. You can put it on your phone. Oh, Look neat. at the species of plant that and it'll tell you what it is. For you. And if you submit it, even if you don't do it on your phone, you could submit it online with your camera footage. You could help. It, it's part of citizen science, right? And so you're helping yeah. research projects across the country and around the world. It's very I love cool. that. I, I know that. it's my new thing, man. It's like I got kicked off Facebook because of being hacked, but I got I naturalist, so I'm happy. That's <laughs> like I swapped it out. This is the coolest thing ever. But when you go, like, how do you kind of balance your trip? Because there is that thing of you want to see everything, but then how do you really experience? everything well you, you know you really I think <laughs> it is a, it is a balance and for example if I go to a place like I mean if I'm going to a a very uh, you know a national park which is you know quite quite extensive in terms of landscape there's no way I'm going to be able to to see yes. everything at that national park I can't hike all those trails so I have to pick mm-hmm. and choose and then come to peace with myself and say you know this this particular part of the park I've seen I love it it's wonderful maybe I'll come back another day hopefully I'll come back another day and see another part of this mm-hmm. uh, park exactly. but I have to balance that because if I try to run around like a mad woman it it really kind of doesn't it, it, it's it's not good for me because I really no. don't get to really appreciate. And this garden, thankfully, um, you're able to see what you can see on this wonderful trail, and you can and, and stop and spend as much time as you want. Um, you know, you don't have to be. There's no rushing. Nobody's pushing you. Nobody's telling you to get out. Uh, it's just. Uh, and for me, you know, when they provide the particular the benches and the nice areas that you can sit at, you can. That's 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 purposely done so that people can stop and really appreciate their surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's yep. one of those things where it's like sit. You can look, observe things that you wouldn't see if you're just walking by them. Uh, take the time to let your mind wander, mm-hmm. activate your senses, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I, I do take those moments because I think that's important. Otherwise, I don't think I would really get a true and, and, and real accurate sense of a place unless I really take the time to appreciate it. I, I, I so agree. You have to put your feet on the ground. So yep. that that you're connected, you you know you really you can't be running around all the time. You yeah. have to you have to have those moments where you truly connect with the destination. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and 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 in places that are vast and expansive, you you mm-hmm. really are going to have to make that sometimes agonizing decision of okay where do i want to go you know what 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 really you know what part of the park or place do i really want to see or even in the city what part of the city do i want to see yeah. you know mm-hmm. you, and the thing is this is what's so cool because it means you can always go back 
Right. I yeah. like that. That's well. I always say to people, we travel in circles because we do. <laughs> because yeah. you can't see it all. You can never see it all, and that is what makes travel so great. It is. If it you is. could see it all in one visit, yeah, it's, it's hardly it, worth going. You know, if it's if it's if it's that you know, it's like okay, if it's that limited, then you mm-hmm. know. But but I think you know, Lodell, for example. Um, it's not a huge, I mean, yes, it's 150 acre place, but, you know, as visitors, you go on a nice trail and, um, mm-hmm. you know, they want you to stay to the trail, which I understand. But, yeah. you know, that's the kind of place that, um, you know, if I'm back in uh, Seattle and I go back mm-hmm. quite often or I'm in the Northwest, that's a place that I would seek out to go again mm-hmm. and again and again. And uh-huh. I know the people who live there, you know, live in the, they, you know, they go there quite often. You can become a member for the year and, and go in to the, you know, place and mm-hmm. as much as you want, you know. And, and to me, that's, the, you know, that's the, the pleasure of that, of, of that kind of place. It's, it's mm-hmm. there for you to enjoy and for you to appreciate. And, and gardens this has been there. Living. I was going to say, it's so been there for a while. Different. And, okay. So Sorry. it's 150 acres. It's been there for a while, but I mean, I know that you used to live up in in Washington yep. and Seattle area. Did you go there before? Was this like your uh-huh. first time? I have mm-hmm. oh, no, cool. no. I have I've been there before. I've actually mm-hmm. been there. Oh, it's I've probably been there maybe. Uh, and you know, I lived in Seattle for about 25 years. I probably was there for at least a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, Bain, Bainbridge Island was a, a really wonderful um, getaway um, for people in the Seattle area because for me, once I get on a ferry, I feel like I'm 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 gone. I'm gone away. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. I can. It's only 30 minutes outside the city or whatever the, to get to the but island. But yet, I feel like traveling. I'm on. Yeah, it's like I feel like immediately <laughs> I'm in a different world and immediately yeah. I'm on vacation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if it's just for the day, it doesn't matter. It's a wonderful outing uh, for for people and a great escape to get to get to mm-hmm. this beautiful place. I yeah. love it. I love the fact that they have here's like this residential place, but then they have like the woodlands and right. the meadow, which I think is those two things are so crucial because it's showing like the native plants. I love yes. that. I love that botanical gardens. I've you know, back in the day, botanical gardens rarely showed that side. And I think they've really, over the last 10, 15 years, made a stance of showing what you could do in your own yard and really stepping up to the native plant step, you know, if you will, where here's the meadows and, you know, this is what we can do that's natural. And we can, you know, take care of the the native species like monarch butterflies and Things like that. So I really, really appreciate that part of what what you did here. Where, I think where you yeah. went. Yeah. I think not only that. It's like um, these gardens. You know can teach people they are educational mm. tools uh, you can learn about the different plants and the different species what grows um, what are its challenges you know and what is the wildlife and the the you know the bird life and all of that mm-hmm. and I think it, it you know it, it becomes a wonderful it's educational important. tool you know it's very important uh, yeah, it not only for the really psyche is. but just for our own knowledge of of nature mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. everyone check out 
BlodellReserve.org, and I just keep on to say, I want to say something different. That sounds like Bluetooth. So it's very, it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's Bluetooth. I know. Bluetooth is B-L-O-E-D-E-L, BlodellReserve.org is the website to go to. And definitely, if you go to Washington State, I'll go there. It, and is it open year-round? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yes. I'm reading article yes, right is. now. It's- Open year round, yeah. and what is nice about it is, is, you know, of course, things change seasonally in terms of, you know, growth and in terms of how things look, and you know, the the landscape is really uh, various when you you know you come and visit in the summer versus the fall versus the winter versus the spring, and so you know that that in itself makes it oh my gosh you could see something different when you come at a different time of year. Mm. I love that. I love that. I love that also because. I think people think of the upper states that gardens should shut down, and that's totally not true because life still happens in the garden, even yes. with snow. Life still happens. There's still something to see, and when a garden is good, you have architectural beauty, too, in the winter. So um, check it out. Yeah, so very cool. So our song for you, you know we love to play music for you, Debbie. Oh, yeah. And, of course, for our audience. So our song today, and I think we've played this before for you, one of the shows you've been on, but it makes sense um, because you went into the forest at Bloedel Reserve. We're going to play the forest song. It's called Mori, the forest song, and it's from Yago, uh, the band Yago, and it's from the album Yuna. And I have to say, yeah, it's an amazing duo, uh, just an amazing duo that has been on our show uh, Sasha and Kana, and Kana is from Japan. So I Ooh, thought we nice. should play this for her. And uh, they both are uh, in New York City now, but uh, she's from Japan. And I thought the forest song, you know, that makes sense. Oh, so sounds here very it is. appropriate. <laughs> yeah, and everyone, uh, we're going to be featuring the article up on BlendRadioAndTV.com. If you can see it there, just type in Bloedel Reserve. And again, that's B L O E D E L, Bloedel Reserve. Go to their website, especially to BlowdellReserve.org, and you'll also see it on an upcoming issue of Big Blend Radio and TV magazine. So here it is, Maury, the forest song. Thanks so much, Fire Monkey. Thank you for having me, ladies. Talk soon. Yeah, All right. Take care. Take care. And behave yourself. <laughs> All right. You too. You too. Uh-uh. See you Not in the garden me. somewhere soon. <laughs>
Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.